What is going on, everybody? And welcome to the 180th episode of the Bench Time Podcast with Todd and Brett Wiley of Wiley Scale Modeling. Is that a milestone? No. 180? Well, everyone's a milestone. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right there. But you know? it's 180. Hey, I it's did something crazy yesterday. Yeah? Um, you don't know this yet. Um, what? <sighs> you do something crazy all the time. So I, signed, I signed back up for that race I dropped in, in May. Which one? Oh. <laughs> Which one did you drop out of That in May? 100-miler. Oh, Okay. I, I told you do any more. I miles. know. I told you that. I told myself that. But then, there's something inside my head going. You have to. You cannot go through life without having to finish that f- fucking race. And, and excuse yeah. my French, but I'm gonna open the show up like that. <laughs> it's been eating at me, Dad. It's been eating at me. Yeah. And you know how. Okay, you, okay. You know how you are and how I am. I'm a competitive person. I know. And the fact that I. Am owing to it that race of all my races I finish them. That's the only one that is my curse. So you're going back to it. I have to go back and and I'm not gonna. This is not gonna turn into a five minute running ramp. I promise. Okay. But there's just something inside me that I gotta finish something it. Something inside you, all right. I gotta. I just have to see the end of that race. I have to. So I know. I know. I've done I, other. I figured, I've run. I figured a, you would eventually. I've run hundred before. It's just this, I know. this particular race is just brutal. Yeah, you finished a few hundreds and stuff, but it's not. It's yeah. a different one. Even yeah. during COVID, you watched me run around my house for. And you wouldn't hours. think it'd be the one in Virginia. You well, know? you know, but the mountains down there are not oh, easy. They're brutal. They're like I've hiked them. They're as rocky as they are in Pennsylvania. Yeah. But they are um, about two thousand to twenty five feet, twenty five hundred feet taller. Yeah. So yeah, they're. No, I've hiked those same mountains with you. Yeah, they're 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 steep and they're long climbs. Yes. Anyways, let's not talk about that too much. I just wanted to throw that out there. All right, all your, right. your boy Brett's not giving up on that damn race. I'm gonna I'm gonna get that buckle. <laughs> I'm gonna get that buckle. I know it. So I know. Anyways, I know. all right. Let's get that. I got all, got that off my chest. Well, so. I think we need to start with your other thing before we get into oh, the Oh, yes. Yes, 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 Pumpkins. yes. Pumpkins. This is Halloween. It's the Halloween all the, episode. All the freaks are out tonight, you freaks. Cue that spooky this music. Is, we have to we have to be It's got to be about how we were recording on a Monday for a change hey. on Halloween night. Yeah. Oh, by the way, What's that What's a, that music from John Carpenter? You should have yeah, kept talking. That was the background oh, oh, music. Oh, 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 that's funny. That's funny. <laughs> that's a Halloween music, right? Yeah. And and your mom and I watched Halloween Kills on HBO. It's the newest Halloween with Jamie Lee Curtis, and it has uh, the guy from... And he doesn't uh, die, does he? Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> I'm not telling you, but um, it's funny. But it's... Uh, it's the newest Halloween that came out this last year. Okay. Last year. And it had, what's his name? Um, and I don't go over to cut and slash and gas type of. No, but the Michael uh, Myers movies aren't like that. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what? I saw the first two when I was in high school. Okay, the best. Was high, you can't beat, year. you can't beat the first Halloween. It was like in the early '80s. I saw the first Halloween's, you know, and and uh, maybe yeah, maybe early '80s, late '70s, 
And then I saw the second one, and it was good. And then, then after that, they all started to get all. It's like okay, it's the same shit. It's like the over, Jason over. movies. It's it's the same shit, you know. Then yeah. they did Jason. How many times versus, can how many Jason's times can versus? Yeah, I was gonna Michael. say how many how many times can Jason come back out of the swamp, and how many times right. can he go against another guy? Yeah, I mean, how much how many times can Michael Myers be burned? First of yeah, all, his body's still intact, or like What's shot or with? shot in the chest, or yeah, whatever. I mean, how many holes in his <laughs> chest? And right. and also, you know what? How's the, he not missing chunks? Those people might have deserved to have had done whatever happened to him because they sprinted down the street, and Michael Myers still caught them. You know why? Because he only went down the street like three houses. Get the hell out of that town. Like, just leave. Yeah, but they sprint. And he still beats him. He still catches up to him somehow. <laughs> he's walking you know? like he's walking like my grandfather. And he and he and 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 he catches these teenage or twenty year old kids and women running down the street at full speed. Well, the other star of this, first of all, sorry, that... Jamie Lee Curtis, Curtis was in this. Okay, and I was like, oh, How okay, old is she? well, she's. She's like, she's she's sixty three. I looked it up. Okay, well, that's not that old. Yeah, so she's a few years older than me. But but anyhow, she's she she's in the movie, but she really doesn't have anything to do with. She has something to do with it, but she's like in the hospital the whole time. So it's like, and everybody, ah, you don't want to give it away or nothing. But yeah, I don't give a shit. It's a year old now. So so she's in the hospital, and then and and he never. Everybody's thinking she's he's coming for her there, right? But he's not, and so everybody's like, "Well, where does he go?" He always goes back to his home, where he, where he did the first killings or whatever, right? Blah blah blah. So uh, uh, John uh, Anthony Michael Hall is in is the other oh star. Oh my gosh! In okay, and he is he does not look like he is. He's not funny. He's not even really a good is actor anymore. He was a good stiff. No, he was the he was um in the first. He was in the first vacation movie as rusty oh my god first rusty and then he was also in um uh weird science okay and he was also in uh what was it? johnny him? b good how remember they, johnny b good yeah how they dig him back out of the the hollywood oh my god and you thing. know what he was good then i liked him then because he was a fun kid actor a young actor a teenage actor he also okay. looked like my my uncle at a much oh, younger age he was age. also in what's the one with the breakfast club he yeah. was in that Okay, so so you know, and he was a good actor as a child actor. He sucks now. I mean, he's he's he, in my book, he sucks. They must have been you desperate. Know? Oh my gosh, you don't look anything like he did. I mean, he's a, he he didn't take care of himself. Anyhow, it's um, uh, it's it, he's in it, and and the whole town wants to go after. Now it's not Jason. I mean, not Jason. Michael, uh, killing. He's still killing people. But it's not about that. It's <laughs> he's killing. He kills a whole fire department in the front lawn. Okay. Of this one house, while he's on fire. Okay. All right. And he killed the whole fire department. Has axes. There's like 15 of them. That's and believable. And they come at him, and he kills them all with a freaking. Uh, he has like a harpoon stick. Oh, how do you get that out of the house? Uh, uh, whatever. And uh, I guess it was one of those things that the fireman carried and crushed the roof in or whatever. And uh, he takes it out of their hand. I guess he stuck a people, a couple of people that he hit people with their axes. They tried to hit him and they missed. Of course, fifteen yeah. guys missed one man with an axe. Okay, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want that fire department showing up in my house. 
Yeah, yeah. And the, the, the police arrive late, right? <laughs> the police arrive on the scene and they walk up and they find all these 15 dead firemen laying over the lawn. And I'm like, oh, this is the most ridiculous bullshit I've ever seen. So so now now the, the town is outraged and they have this like little social club of the people that were survivors from the years past and they lived in it. They still live in the same freaking town, even though this keeps happening in this town over and over, right? So every year on Halloween or every couple of years on Halloween, right? But yeah. They, now they are, they say they have no fear, so they're going after Michael, and they go searching for Michael, and then they find him at his house. So they go to the house where he kills people, and they go in looking for him. And guess what? Well, they all, they all get murdered. Yeah, in his house, and he murders people in, <laughs> you know? And then he walks away. Uh, I'm sorry. He walks just, away at the, He walks away at, again, uh, the slowest pace imaginable. Yeah, yeah. With police pointing guns and shit at him. Anyway, whatever. It's the most stupid thing ever. And, uh, you know, so, anyways, we watched that. Uh, I'm going to have to watch so it we now. Say about so, let's get on. It's Halloween. You guys are all freaks out there. And this is, uh, we're going to do a recording next week. We have a guest. We're going to do a second recording back-to-back weeks. Yeah. Since we're a little late this week. I already have a guest in line. Ooh. You're going to love him. He's been on the show many times before. Ooh. And... We are going to have him on next week, hopefully. Okay. Uh, if everything goes according to plan, he's an all-time favorite we have, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll have him on. So, um, okay. Hey, and, so uh, let me talk about what we originally let's started go, to talk go about. Go back to Halloween, yeah. Real quick, um, I have a favor to ask of you guys. I posted on the over. I'm only going to post it in the overtime group. I'm not going to go crazy and post it everywhere. Yeah. But I need you to, if you're in the overtime group. Get on there and vote for my pumpkin contest. I painted a pumpkin. No, it's on the Wiley's page as well. Oh yeah, it oh. is. It is. But I'll put a link yep. in. I'll put a link in this week's show description. Put it in both. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, get on there and vote for my pumpkin. You have till Thursday. This the episode will be up late Monday night on Halloween right. night. But then you have till Thursday to Thursday vote. Thursday night or Thursday over. Thursday at the end of the night. So 11, 11.59, 11.59 p.m. It's over by Friday at 12.01. Yeah. Got it. Gotcha. So Eastern time. So right. uh, get on there and vote for my pumpkin. I hand-painted a uh, Cocoa Puffs pumpkin. Yep. And that got that thing took me, I don't even know, that thing took me five or six hours of paint. It looks just like the cereal box. It's awesome. I, I, I printed a picture of the cereal box. Right. And I sat down here by hand and drew the front of the cereal box on the pumpkin and hand painted it. And I even took my weathering, like my chalks, my pigments, and yeah. I shaded it so it made it look identical to the it box. Looks, it, it's badass. Yeah. yeah. So get on there and vote for my pumpkin, please. Right. So right. that's my shameless plug. Cool. I need you guys to vote for my pumpkin. Uh, you do, definitely get on there and vote for the pumpkin. You I even, do it once every day. It's once a day you can vote, Once right? a day, yeah. So if you're here tonight or whenever you're listening. You can vote like you know, three or two or three times. Yeah. Actually, if it goes up, it's Tuesday. Yeah, three days. So yeah, please do. Help us out. I even, help him out. I even hand-painted the Cocoa Puffs on the pumpkin. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's for his workplace, and that'll be a big help for him. I felt but. cuckoo that night. Painting it, like yeah. cuckoo for cocoa puffs. I was cuckoo for oh, painting cuckoo pumpkins for cocoa puffs. Yeah, 
I do like Cocoa, I do Puffs. Like Cocoa Puffs. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Jinx. You know what else yeah. is good? You know what, the other cereal that's good? Fruity Pebbles. Is Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. Yeah, I'm not allowed to really have them. So, I mean, I am allowed to have them, but, <laughs> uh, you're, you know, your doctor, doctor and my wife likes me to watch that kind of stuff and all my carbs and shit well, like that. Well, splurge every well, now Well, I then. sit here and drink a Michelob Ultra. But, nice. um, I'm drinking yeah. a, I'm drinking a, a new one. Oh, yeah? From Evil Genius. You're drinking it now? Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. It's called Om Nom Nom. <laughs> it's a, I think I've heard that. Apple cider ale. Oh, oh. But it doesn't taste like apple cider. It's a oh, okay. it's a beer, but it's got like an apple flavor to it. Oh, I got apple cider moonshine this week. Apple moonshine. You know apple why, pie moonshine. You know why I got it? What? Because I was picking up leaves yesterday. Oh. And I'm like, that's a fall thing and that's a fall beer. I'm gonna try it. Yeah. And it was a good like it was a Is good Is it good? Yeah. It's got like a it tastes like it's got like an applesauce flavor. Oh. Nice. But it still tastes like beer. It just has like a hint of apple in it. About a year ago, I was at a restaurant it's with not some like, of your cousins it's and not, relatives. It's not like a... it's not like drinking a one of those smearing off like apple flavored things where it tastes yeah, like yeah. it tastes like you're eating a Jolly Rancher. It's not like that, right? Well, I was I was at a at a get together with our family members about a year ago, and uh, your one cousin um, Rick uh, had this apple apple. I guess it was apple. Well, the apple is a pumpkin spice flavored beer, and I'm like, ah, oh, I might. I can't believe you're you know drinking that. We'll see crap, you know. And uh, go, oh, it's really good. It's really good. Take a sip. So I took a sip of his beer, right? It was actually really good. I hate pumpkin spice shit, right? I hate it, and yeah. I liked it. It was good. You know what my favorite? So I ordered one. You know what, what my favorite flavored beer is? What is they sell it down there at TJ Rockwell's in those. Big glasses, yeah. It's the Sea Dog. It's, I think it's called Sea Dog Brewing, but it's Sea Dog Blueberry Wheat. Ooh, it is good. Yeah, it's fruity. It's like blueberry. I'm not a blueberry well. No, fan. if you buy it without, okay, okay. Here's the difference. At TJ Rockwell's, they put blueberries in your pint glass. Oh. And well, then, that pretty much so. Pretty much, I'm done with that. No, it's good. Okay, I promise you, it's good. I'm not. I just said I don't like blueberries, and you say, "Oh, they put." Well, well here's the thing: they put blueberries in the glass. Well, that's a surefire thing to say. It's me, I love blueberries. Me. Yeah, I get it. I know you do. But, but blueberries are good. But yeah. when you get it on not on not on tap, if you get it like just at the beer distributor. Yeah. It actually tastes pretty good if you like blueberries. You don't have, you know, if you don't like blueberries. I don't dislike, I just don't want blueberries in my beer. Well, this one. I don't like berries in my it beer. It doesn't come with blueberries in your beer. They do it at the restaurant. Yeah, but it tastes like beer. It tastes, the beer tastes like blueberries, right? Yeah, okay, you're right. Well, if I don't you, want blueberries. I don't want blueberries or cranberry or, or cherry. Well, if you're, or, uh, you know, I want to ask shit in my well, beer. This apple one's pretty good. But either way, yeah. If you're, if you're feeling. A citrus is different. If I'll take a citrus in some beers. If you're feeling adventurous, oh, there was another good one I tried a couple weeks ago. Um, How you like the modeling so far, folks? Isn't it great? Yeah, we're 15 <laughs> minutes in. We haven't even talked about a model. Hey, That's all right. the other we got, one well, we got plenty to talk about. Blue Moon has an uh, a new beer out, but it's an IPA with orange flavor. Ooh, it's see, a, I like the orange flavor in it. So, like I said, the citrus does it for me. Anyways, all right. Hey, let's right. start talking about some modeling for once. Okay. So, we covered all that. 
So what do you got going on modeling? We'll let you start. Well, I'm building my little kit bash for my kid of the month club. Okay. And I combined. You altered that. We were talking about the roof line and stuff. Severely altered it. Okay. Uh, Well, I severely altered it originally, and then I severely altered it again. Uh huh. Surprise. Because I'm just right? I'm just not happy with anything I do. So okay. I took Barker Steel and I took uh where's the name of it here? I'm they're both Foscale kits? They're both the kit of the month clubs from Foscale, yeah. Okay, okay, gotcha. I took the gas station, which was from July of twenty twenty two, and I took the excuse the paper sound if you can hear it. I'm bris- I'm rustling through the instructions. Right. And Barker Steel from September twenty twenty one, so over a year ago I had I've been holding on to this one. And uh, I mashed them together, and I've created this. Originally, I was going to have that one building come out at a 45-degree angle, or the one part of the building. And I didn't yeah. – I, I wasn't digging it. So, one, you know, once you start right. – I taped it all together, and I did a mock-up, which I sent you a picture of. And once I started right. playing with the cardboard to put the roof on, right. I, I it wasn't it, – you were right. It was hard. It was like – impossible to figure out how I was going to make that roof Yeah, I was work. like, how is he going to get a roof on that thing, man? So in, It looked cool. Yeah. By, but it looked, it looked geoma- geometrically impossible. By the, mock, <laughs> by the mock-up, it looked cool. Yeah, yeah. But, but, by, but practically, it was not... It was, I, it was, too, it was way too much. Yeah, and you'd that, have to be like... You'd have to be Frank, Frank Lloyd Wright to uh, be able to figure out the roof Frank Lloyd Wright might have looked at that and thought I was out of my mind. <laughs> It just and and in 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 a real world situation that that roof line would have it it would have leaked everywhere. You would have <laughs> you'd have had buckets on the inside of that building. So uh, I now everything's at a, now everything's at a ninety degree angle. Yeah. But I did do a cool little like story and a half high out jut or whatever you call uh-huh. it, like a, a a bump out. Right. And it's like one and a half stories high. So I'm going to build a little like storage area underneath it and then some stairs down the one side. But, um, you know, now it's everything's at 90 degree angle. It's a longer building. But I, I took those two buildings from those kits and I mashed them together and I created something that's kind of a kind of got a T shape, but it's a uh, it's pretty neat. It's got a lot of bump outs on it. And uh, I think I'm just. It, I used the signs on the building. I didn't put a name on the building yet, but I used all the like the Goodyear tires and golf and Pennzoil signs and stuff like that on yeah. on the building. So it's definitely gonna be some kind of a shop. I think I'm just gonna turn it into like a mechanic, like a garage. Yeah, that'd be um, cool. Because it, it did come with those cool gas pumps that Doug talked about on the show when right. we had him on a few weeks ago. Right. Um, so I think the one side will have like a shop. At where you can, you know, get your car fixed, and the other side will just be, the other side will just be, like a a convenience gas station store. Yeah, yeah. So which you see plenty of them. I mean, that's a very practical building, a garage, yep. a garage, and a little convenience store slash gas station. Like that's not uncommon. So no, no. Anyways, that's what I've been working on. I've also been inspired by your rock that you've done. Uh, and I have an idea. I've been toying around with it over on that part where the figure eight cuts through the middle of our layout. Yeah. I That's a weird little intersection there. You want to do some rock like we did? And I'm going to cut that whole it. one side just to be steep and do a bunch of rock face. I got all the molds here. and you can, I'll, I'll bring them over. You have them. I'm not, I don't need the molds. 
Oh, you don't? No, I'm gonna do it okay. like I, I'm gonna do it like I did all the rock face down along the waterfront. Oh, okay, that'll be cool too. And just hand hand sculpt them all with a popsicle. Well, now stick. that we know where we're going with stuff, it's easier. To put, remember when we first did it? We just started slamming rock into stuff. No, and you know what? Yeah. I think I've gotten better with the way that I know that rocks should be forming. Yeah. Um, the first couple times we did it, the rocks were like they were just weird. Yeah. Um, but now I know. Like what, just from looking at rock faces, like especially in our area, when you drive up north, yeah. like up 15 or 322, right? You see all those rock faces that are carved out of the, the side yeah. of the mountain where the road's passing right. through, and and you see like how it should actually look when you start to act when you start to critique your own work and look at how it should be in, in real life, not with other people's yeah. models. Um, right. It, it starts to make more sense. So what I actually started doing with my rocks, when I did them on the waterfront and I did them on that low end here where that tunnel comes out near the, mm-hmm. the second wharf that you'd call it. Right. You know, the big long curve on the on the, on the the south end of the layout. Right, sure. What, what I started to do is, yeah, you make a bunch of little rocks, but you also have to put like some fault lines in, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. where the rock shifted or where there's a big yeah. crack. And you have it's okay to have big long sections, right? Sure. So, I'm gonna put some more rock in that little mini part where the track cuts out through the center. That's good. And you know what? It's kind of I mean, it's kind of cheating. It's not kind of cheating because it's gonna be a bunch of scenery, but it'll be cool because there's a bunch of big buildings that are all surrounding it, and it's yeah. it's a hill. It's it is a hillside. It'll be like where the buildings took over. From nature. And and also where the city was starting to, to develop and they realized like, oh man, there's way too much bedrock here. Like, yeah. we're not going to, it's it's too much and it's too costly to blast through all this and excavate it. So we're just going to build around it. Yep. So I'm going to add yep. that in the middle of the city and have it be like a, just a rocky area that they never developed or it was too much bedrock to, to develop, which happens. Yeah. Every, I mean, it happens in real life anyways. Like if people are building a, house or a building and they run into a bunch of bedrock it gets yeah. it gets expensive to to get all that out of there oh absolutely so that's what i'm gonna that's what i'm gonna do with that part of the city cool but yes yeah, so that's Real what that's cool. kind of what i've been working on and contemplating um yeah i did do well a, i did also do a little bit of work on the waterfront in like that central section um right i put some some drywall mud down and i uh leveled it off so now from the from the terminal kit straight to the edge of the water is all ready to be concrete sure now that that yes yeah no, that section is is we've we've revamped that section quite a bit over and over and i like where we're going with it now it's evolved a I lot mean, but in in the end of it it what we what we did was we gave ourselves more flat space Right, but it doesn't look like flat. for more buildings. But it doesn't look like flat space. Like no. it, it butts right up against the waterfront. It butts right up against some hills. But right. what we, what I think we did was I tried to incorporate too much variation in the level. Right. And it just wasn't. Even if you, like, no city, no city is perfect. But right. even if you were to build a city and put buildings or, or roads in that area, it was like why it didn't make sense to have it do what it did. So I think what we did was make everything look very practical. Right. I think so too. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I've been working on. You've been busy. (laughs) Well, 
since I last we were on, what we had Jeff, right? Yeah. Yeah. So last we had we had Jeff on, and uh, we really didn't talk a lot about what I've been working on. So it's been some before that. Then I started doing the rock face on all my front part of my uh, Atlas Gorge. Um, what we call this diorama fit in thing that we're going to drop into place on our, on our layout on the, on the new section. We've been talking about it. Uh, if you've been to our pages and which most of you have, you'll be able to see the photos I've been working in progressing photos that I've been showing. Um, so right now I've worked the rock and I built the rock up. I use a mixture of rock plaster, uh, cast molds cast molds that were rubber rubber casting molds from from woodland scenic so we had we had a couple of them before and i went and got a couple extra ones uh at the hobby shop yeah and um and then i started pouring these things right well i've been working with i was working with a lot of plaster okay uh, i bought one of those things a hydrocal in the from woodland scenics i ordered it online had it delivered to the house it was a uh, Hydrocal carton. It looks like a milk carton. Yeah. It's, but instead of like the missing kids on it, it had a it had a picture of a Woodland Scenics Mountain. So, um, <laughs> but uh, so I started using that, and and that was good, I guess. Um, it worked out pretty good. It, the problem with the it, it's super lightweight. The hydrocal, right? Right. Um, it, 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 it their particular hydrocal is super lightweight. And it is easy to work with, and, and you know, as far as that goes, and pouring it, it it dries relatively fast. However, when you pop it out and you start working with it, it and I, I noticed this with the foundations I put on the on the one on the top of the rocks. There's a set of foundation for the one building, okay, for Pratter's Hardware. Yeah, and um, that I use that plaster for that to start with, and it started. It, when I was working with it and trying to paint the concrete lines on the, for the Hal Reynolds method, where you get the uh, the poured concrete look, um, as I was working with it, the the plaster was chipping at the corners and edges a little bit. Um, the heart, the hydrocal, it was like a little bit softer, and you could uh, you could actually it would actually it it, it held together. It still held together very well. It's still, I'm using it now. Um, I don't know over time. I guess it. I, and I gave it a day or two to cure, you know, before I actually started working with right. it. Um, but bottom line, we talked about this. I tried to put the lines on and it didn't, the tape didn't want to stick to it and everything else. It was kind of weird. And, uh, but that's with all plaster I'm finding out. So we're going to have a little plaster talk right now. I'm ready. And then I'll explain the rest it's of my It's not going to be like your plaster disaster story. What was the plaster disaster story? When you remember when we, this was way back I mean, this is probably uh, first ten episodes, where, no, where you no. poured all that plaster and you you kept trying to smooth it and you made a you you, you made no, a gigantic no, mess. Like no, no, you, you seem to work. It looks good, right? I think it does. The stuff I no, did it looks, looks great. Good. Yeah. It, here's here's the thing. I was learning a little bit about these different things of plaster. So, I, I tried to hydrocal for that, and I was like, ah, hey, you know what? I don't know if I want to make my rocks out of that because I'm going to be cutting them and putting them on the place and. And trying to fit them and stuff like that. And I don't want them crumbling into little nothings. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> so I watched a video. And you thank God for YouTube out there, right? Um, Doug 
uh, Fiscali has some YouTube videos on placer casting or pl- rock, rock making with placer. It's a great one. He makes a little rock formation thing down by the seaside, uh, along his waterfront. And uh, he shows you how to how to you know pour the placer and then cut it and everything. Then him and Dave Ferry have another one that they have on Dave Ferry's website. I guess that's Trackside Miler or something like that. Um, on his what, let me let me tell you exactly what they, anyway. I watched that over and over and over again because each one of them showed two different methods to work with your your um, plaster rock formations okay so first uh doug did roughly the same he was a little younger and he looked he looked really young in that <laughs> in that one he even sounded a little younger okay but um he him and dave did this together hal reynolds was by the way was also doing that he made uh pine trees out of uh, uh it was really cool out of wire uh, out of wire yeah. it, it was a twisted wire thing. it was amazing anyhow um getting off topic here but uh Anyways, the video, I'm trying to pull it up. I'll pull it up here. I'll just tell you what Dave Ferry's. It's called the Trackside. I was right. Uh, subscriptions. Come on. Now my freaking, oh, come on. My, my. Uh, going to be all right here? No, Trackside Modeler. I was right. Okay. So Trackside Modeler, there's a whole thing, a whole section there on. Uh, easy scenery, it's called. Okay, it's like a, an hour and forty-two minutes long. It's, it's a, a long, long one, yeah. Right, but that's what she said. Had, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm so, sorry. Oh, sorry about my YouTube was being a little bitch. I couldn't get it to work. So, so anyways, I had the. Uh, I, I started. I watched it over and over. First, Doug did his scenery much like he does in his other one, um, and then he 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 did it. He poured the plaster on, and he carved it. You go there and watch. And he carved it. Uh, he put poured it over top of the foam, uh, the you know the extruded, you know, pink or green foam or whatever, and and then he uh, carved it out. And uh, he did a real good job. And he showed you how to cut, cut the lines and cracks and stuff like that in it. And then he showed you how to stain it and, and you know cut it and and cut the pieces that you need and you know, where the fault lines and like you were talking about, yeah, uh, where where rocks have shifted and things like that. And then he, of course, stained it and showed us how we did that. So I watched his method. And then Dave Freire showed a different method on a different mountain on the same video, um, you know, right, right next to what Dave did. I mean, what, what Doug did. Uh, and he did his with rock castings and, and sculpt-a mold. And I like both methods, so I employed both methods into what I did. I carved some of this rock, and then I used some sculpt the mold like Doug did, and then I used some sculpt the mold, and then I used plaster rock castings. Okay. Now, plaster is a little bit, if you haven't priced it lately, it's not exactly cheap anymore, just like all resources with building anymore. So you go to Lowe's or Home Depot, and a tub of the plaster is like 13 bucks for this little tub of plaster. And there's only four pounds in it, I believe. Let me pick this up. So I'll tell you exactly how many pounds. Co- correct. Four pounds of plaster. It was like 12 or 13 bucks. And that's a dat plaster. Okay. And that's the one that Doug was using. Um, and I bought a tub, but I was pouring many rock castings because I needed a variety. And some of these rock castings you pour into the rubber molds, when you pop them out, 
you sometimes I cut them down or break them. I only fill the rubber molds up like halfway on some of them uh, so I can get different you know thicknesses or different rock formations because it's only being filled half. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, so so uh, I used that. And that went pretty quick because I was making all these rock molds. Well, I'm like now I'm thinking, oh, I'm gonna run out of, uh, I'm gonna run out of plaster quick, right? So I went over to Hobby Lobby because I was looking at the price. I bought that tub like several months ago, and the price wasn't terrible. But now with the lows <laughs> to get more, and now the price is up. It was like it was like nine bucks before. Now it's thirteen, and I'm like, what the hell? For four pounds of plaster? So I went over to Hobby Lobby. Well, they got this big bag. I'm going to pick it up now, and I'll read it to you. Their, their plaster they have comes in a bag. It's called Perfect Plaster. The Professional's Choice. American Made, it's called. It's in a bright blue and orange uh, plastic sealable bag. And I love this, that, because, this bag because it has – you ever get a bag of chips? No. And you open up the chips <laughs> and you can close them up by zip, by like pushing it together. It's a resealable top and you can just yeah. kind of run your thumb across it and it closes. That kind of closure. Well, I, by the way, those, whoever does them with their chips are geniuses and they, every chip company should be making that on their bags because it's brilliant, right? So this, this bag comes this way. It's a big bag. And in the bag, you are getting, is it eight pounds? Eight pounds of plaster. Dang. Eight pounds of plaster for um that was seven ninety-nine. And I'm thinking, boy, seven ninety-nine. I'm getting twice the plaster for nearly half the price. Right? Nearly. It's a little over half the price, but let's say sixty-five percent of the price, right? That's what I'm paying. Mm -hmm. So I'm getting thirty-five forty percent off, and I'm getting twice the amount of plaster. It's got to suck, right? It's got to suck. There's got to be a reason but, why it's seven ninety nine. Okay. Does it suck? It does it? Oh, no. This is awesome. I love using it. It's real good. It Now, your work time's quick, okay? It dries when you're quick? you're cast, yeah, it's, two for, it's an easy mix. That's the other thing. You read the other one. Yeah, and when I tried to mix the, the regular Placer Paris, it says two to one, right? Two to one, two mm -hmm. parts, two parts plaster, one part water. This one's. But yeah, I end up having to put more water in it. Cause I it usually too, have to. It gets dry. Thick. Yeah, it gets like. Right. Yeah, it turns out way it too starts, thick. It starts hardening before I can pour it out of the rubber bowl. Okay, and I have one of those rubber dental bowls, which are awesome. Okay, but and you can get them online. I ordered you know, order Mebo or whatever dental bowl. Okay, rubber dental bowl. Get the extra large. If you get the large, it's going to be too small, and you're not even going to be able to fill like one or two plaster molds. It's ridiculous. Okay, but you don't want too big a bowl, or then you can't use all your plaster. Okay, so uh, it was drying before I'm pouring. It, it was starting to form up while I'm pouring this stuff, and that's with me adding water to it. So this stuff here, it does it does dry relatively quick. It's easy mix. It's two for one exact. It's two for one exact. There's no guesswork. You just I filled up a plastic red solo cup uh, uh, twice with the plaster, dumped it in the bowl, uh, in a bigger bowl, and then put water in uh, one another red solo cup. Put the water in that, poured it in, mixed it up. With a wire whisk, 
go to a dollar store, buy one of those wire kitchen whisks, yeah, and whisk whisk it up, and pour it out, and I it it it, it looked good. It, it, the the detail on the the detail on the plaster was sharper than the detail I get when I did the DAP plaster. Okay. I thought it was very very good. So I'm recommending something from Hobby Lobby. I'm sorry, it's not their brand. I don't know who the hell. I've never seen it anywhere else but there. But it's called Perfect Plaster, and it says on the outside pottery and ceramics on the outside. And I'm thinking, eh. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You know, pottery and ceramics, maybe it's not me. But for $7.99, how bad could it be, right? Right. Uh, it could be really bad, right? So it's not. It's very, very good. I'm impressed with it. It's very good. So anyways, I started pouring these plaster. That was my plaster um, tip there for you to try. So I started and putting that's these Hobby in, Lobby. going to Dave Ferry Hobby Lobby. The Dave Ferry method and and the Doug Foscari method. Okay, but carving rock and using sculpt the mold, which is not cheap either, by the way. That's very expensive, and now nobody's handling it. you got to order that online. Sculpt the mold, you can't buy it. You can order it online from Joanne Fabrics, okay, from their store, but you can't pick it up, and they don't handle it in the store anymore. It's not in stock. They don't have it at Michael's. They don't have it at, they don't have it at Hobby Lobby. Nobody handles You go to Hobby Lobby, and I asked if they have sculpt the mold, and the people there looked at me like I was from Mars. Okay? <laughs> so, anyways, I put – you take the sculpt the mold, and you and you put it on the back of the you, – you spray the back of the casting with water so it doesn't sop all the water out of your sculpt the mold mix. Okay? And, uh, and then, you know, because plaster is very absorbent. And I sprayed the back of it with some water, and I put some sculpt the mold on the back, and then along on my on my rock face of my of my carved styrofoam, and I just stuck it in place. And then I put another one on, and you know, shaped them, and I kind of matched where the rocks go and you know, how they would fit on, and it was all fun. It was it was neat because at first it's you're like, oh my god, if I what if I screw it up? Well, if you screw it up, guess what? Break this shit off and put another piece Do it on again. Yeah. Right, it's you know. So what you you, know, you you try something else, but you know, try and custom fit them. We dry on the without 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 you know. I tried. By the way, I tried gluing them on. Good luck. Yeah. I even tried doing. I tried gluing them on with like like uh, a, a a hot glue gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that don't work. Don't hot glue gun anything. You're better off with tacky glue if you're going to do that. But. Um, yeah, the best thing is just use the sculpt the mold, stick it on. Once that shit dries, man, everything's sticking to that styrofoam, the their styrofoam under a base, right? Okay. So I got it all fit, and then after I was done, it's all white, everything. The um, the waterfall area that comes down the center is all white. It's hard to distinguish where the water is going to come down. It, it's not really when you're standing on top of it, but and when you see the pictures now, you'll be able to figure it out. But eventually, waterfalls and the river are going to right down to the center through my diorama, um, just like uh, kind of like Doug's is. Okay, now I varied it up. I put way more rock on than what he did, um, and uh, but then I started coloring it, and I was using um, a mixture of everything. I started doing, um, I did an India ink wash thing and made it all dark. Um, uh, to get the inside crevices, and then I'm sure you did. You do so, your own similar thing. Yep, very similar. 
And then I took some uh, gray paints and things like that, and I dry brushed on some different grays and browns, and I uh, got that to work. You know, then I used like a rust color. Then I went to the to the uh, chalk paints. You know, not chalk paints, uh, uh, chalk paints, um, pastel chalk uh, powders. You know, are weathering powders. And I did some browns with that, and um, and then I did some rusty colors on a very very light scale. Yeah. And then I uh, you know, brushed them out and everything just to give them that tint. Uh, and then, of course, dry brush with uh, a, a strong white. It was because um, I want a gray look, but with white lines and highlights on all the sharp edges and things. And I did that with um, like a, um, a, a Liquitex acrylic. I think it was um, uh, titanium white. And... Um, in a tube, the tube acrylics. And I use that and dry brush that on real light over everything. And it makes all the cre- all the highlights stand out real good. And I was really happy with it. And now I am on to um, putting the green hanging vines from the top of the rocks on the one edge. I'm going to do the other side now, too. Um, they only come down maybe, I don't know, 20, maybe 15, 20 scale feet down the side of these cliffs, right? Yeah. But uh, it looks real good. And the method I used for it, I used off of uh, Joey Ricard's uh, YouTube video channel. Uh, we're getting a lot of plugs out here tonight. And he has trackside, his his is trackside scenery uh, doc, uh, on his trackside scenery YouTube channel. I believe that's what it's called. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Trackside scenery, Joey Ricard. He's funny guy. We, you know, we hung out with him at the one show too. Uh, good guy. We had him on the show as a guest. He has a great video on making easy and cheap hanging vines. And his videos are fun uh, for, to watch because his personality is uh, exactly how oh, his yeah. videos. Yeah. He's great. And, He's got one on there on doing vines and scenery, okay, uh, 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 you know, to make them realistic and inexpensive. And he uses, like, um, a filter, uh, the inside of an air filter thing for, like, your home heating filter or whatever, or air conditioning filter. And he popped out that, that, that material, and he stretches it all out, cuts it into pieces, and you have to go see it. I use something that's more like a fiber fill that would be using a pillow, a polyfiber. Uh, but it was made by Woodland Scenics, and it was green in color. And I spray painted my black, and I followed his directions the best I could, using hairspray and spraying that stuff, and then covering it in ground, real fine ground, green ground foam, a couple different uh, tones or colors of it, and uh, and then you know shake it out, put more in, put more in. This shit was stuck all over my fingertips and stuff. I should have rubber gloves on like he did, but then I was worried that I was going to get the rubber gloves stuck on everything else, <laughs> you know. So I'm like, ah, oh, I just use my fingers. So I, I wasn't I was kind of laying it in a flat box lid, uh, like a paper mill uh, paper yeah. box lid uh, like from a paper, paper case, box. Yeah, copy paper box lid, and I was laying it in there and then and then spraying it in that and then putting it well ventilated area by the way and then uh, draping it over the side, cutting the pieces you need, stretching it, tugging it out, just like his video. Go check it out; it's an awesome video. Even if you're not going to do it, it's awesome. It looks cool. That's how I did mine. Um, I had a lot of fun with it. It looks real nice. I, I got a lot of comments from the photos I posted up. They're out there. Now, I'm doing all this detail. I've got all kinds of bushes 
and stuff that we've collected, you and I have collected over the years, buying it when we can here and there yeah. um, to get our own collection. I, two giant crates full. Well, in my workshop right now, Brett, is a shithole. I got, I got, <laughs> I got green foam grass all over my floor in here that because you're sprinkling it everywhere, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not clean. So like I got a pile over here by my my my. I have my slippers on tonight, and uh, and they're over here by my feet. And uh, I got boxes of this. We have boxes and boxes of this. This it's quick. It's good quality stuff, you know. We got stuff made by Heike. We got stuff made by JT. We got Woodland Scenics out of the Gazooie. Um, this flock and turf stuff and a whole mess of other stuff from Scenic Express. I mean, a lot of stuff. Trees, the homemade trees that we made. I got some pine trees that I bought. I got some pine trees that we made. I got some, I, I got all kinds of crap, okay? I got this shit. It's all over my desktop. I got ballast. I got talus. For inside the for and it's all laid out ready for me to work with, but now I can't even move around here. I can barely have enough stuff to set up the podcast setup with the microphone and the, and our my, you know my broadcasting thing yeah. tonight. And um, but uh, I'm having a ball because it's everywhere, and I got a million little ideas in my head. I started putting bushes down, Martin Wellberg stuff. We got a bunch of that, although that's really big in scale. So I kind of got to take it. And I got to cut some of that down real small to use because it's, it's there. His bushes are definitely not HO scale shit. They're borderline trees. They're taller than the people. You know, if you put a figure on them, they're taller than the people, but they look bad, you know, bad, bad ass. They're nice. They're real nice. They're very, very detailed. When you cut them down, they're amazing. Um, and we got piles of those things. We got a lot of Martin Welberg shit, by the way. We do um, grass tufts, all that. That's where I'm at right now. And guess what? I'm having a time of my life because it's like having my own little mini layout. This thing's 24 by 29 inches. Okay. So it's not real big or long. I mean, it's big enough to take up the top of this one table over here in my shop. And I can walk around it and just p- kind of put the details on and add this and add that. And now I'm just adding the foliage. The rocks are basically done. Now I'm putting. You know, foliage in the rocks and up around the top, starting to add dirt. The buildings are going to be, uh, in the next day or two, the buildings are going to be permanently, you know, put on. I'm going to start putting sidewalk down and road. And I'm really, really having a ball with it. No, this, yeah, is, this is stuff I haven't done in a while. But the problem is now it's all over my shop and I have no room. And uh, But it's kind of, it's fun. I mean, I, and then on top of it, your mom's coming in with these she went through the spice, the spices and things she had, and she has these large shaker mit- things, like the woodland scenic stuff comes yeah. in. Like you get Parmesan cheese in. in. Right, yeah, but she has the large shakers that you get at the at the restaurant stores. Yeah, that gets her spice in, and when they're empty, she combines them. And she came in, she washed them out, said, "Do you want them?" Oh, hell yeah, I want them. Because I can shake this stuff out into them. And um, but I got them piled up over here in a pile. I was tripping on stuff. Um, geez, it's a, it's, it's a mess. Water bottles, half, half filled water bottles, drinking water bottles, yeah. like, uh, spring water that I've kept over the weekend. I, I bring one in and I forgot I had one here already. <laughs> and I only drank half of it and then I opened a new one and I drank a half of it. And, I, and this, this, this afternoon I came in here and I got four of them. Well, if you combine four. them all together, you'll have two full bottles, bottles of water. Yeah, but I don't know how, how they've been sitting there. Does water I spoil? Maybe one of them. 
Well, I, I think one of them I might wash my paintbrush in. I'm not oh, sure. Yeah, well, you so. know, it won't hurt you. <laughs> Should be well, pretty non-toxic. Look, I don't know. I'm, can't, can't tell. It's probably so, mostly anyhow. non-toxic. But I'm having a ball. It's a lot of fun. I'm going to keep putting pictures up on a regular basis yeah. now. No, it's turning um, out awesome. And and I think the people online as you post pictures have been giving you the same sentiment that I have been where it just – once you started putting but, the green – and foliage on the rocks, it all started to come yeah. together like amazingly. Oh yeah, yeah, and so. you know, and it's and it's it's all because and the rocks themselves, uh, it's all because I learn. I'm I've been we've been model railroading for a while, a long time, and we and I've been doing it for ages. Okay, but you never stop learning, you know. So I'm picking up and I'm learning from from I'm still learning. I've I've we've talked to Dave Ferrer. We've we know these miler all these miler guys we've taken their hints and used them and yeah. they're still learning from them dave frary is still teaching me how to model railroad like he did when i was in my 20s okay and be uh, through a video those videos are awesome and if you people do not use youtube videos and watch every possible thing you can before you do your project you're missing out because that's where you get to that's where you come up with your best ideas and what i do is i gnashed a bunch of them together yeah, you know, it said, okay, you know what? I like this method and this method, and let's crunch them together. We're going to do them both on the same rock area, okay? I'm going to use Joey Ricard's how-to because it looks badass. I looked at, I liked that before I ever saw this uh, Atlas Atlas Mill thing that Doug did, and I was like, I saw I saw the way Joey did his, and we didn't have any rock formations quite like that, you know, and right. I was like. Uh, but he did, and I was like, oh. and I got to thinking. I was, I always liked that. I've seen that video, watched that video for fun, even though I didn't plan on doing it, it right away. And then I went as soon as I started doing this, I started putting the rocks up. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? I got to do Joey's, Joey's, uh, uh, hanging vine thing, man, because it's it it looks amazing. So I had a lot of fun with that. Um, I'm gonna do some more of that, by the way, but. Um, and, and in the middle of the rocks, you all saw the top of them. If you saw the photos, yeah. in the middle of them, I'm going to put some like slower vines, not quite as heavy or thick, but draping down from other sections of the rock lower down, but not quite as thick. Okay. Um, it, it'll still be, there'll still be more rock exposed. Um, right, and then I'm right. going to put in the average bush or two in there, in, here and there. Stuck What's in an average there. bush? Well, like the you know, the, the, <laughs> the foam bushes and stuff oh, right, we right, have right, from, right. from uh, Scenic Express because they're very just... realistic and they're very nice. Yeah, those no. are those ones made by uh, Scenic Express. They're called um, Flock and Turf uh, Medium Super Turf. It comes in chunks. They're real easy to work with, and uh, yeah, just just neat. Yeah, right. So we got flower stuff, all kinds of we got know, different color. Yeah, we're gonna do we're gonna do it up. It's gonna be cold. Totally. So and then I got the water. The next step will be water. That'll probably be my last step. Is doing the water at the end because yeah. I don't want to get any of this crap on the well, water. Yeah, you don't. You don't you want. Know. Yeah, you don't want. So that's uh, where I'm at on that. You don't want like your green shit. Did I talk get, too much? No, I was just trying to find a way to get a word in here, edgewise. Uh, okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I was all fired up, man. No, it's good. I I'm just having let, a good time with it. I just this. let you roll. I just let you roll because it was, I it was, was good. I was going to come down to your place yesterday, but I wasn't feeling too good. I know. 
And I so know. I got a cough going on. I'm like, I got, I got the cat kicking up this mucus. I'm hoping that uh, this uh, Michelob Ultra is going to uh, kill that. Yeah, I might loosen but, uh, it up. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. But, uh, well, you know, so I didn't want to go down there and get sick. So, no. Nah. So, let's, uh, let's move on to the next thing here. We're going to shift gears. We're going to shift gears. Uh, yeah. Let's get into some college football. What have you been listening to on your music? Uh, what kind of music you've been listening I, to? I was listening to some old stuff like Rob Bass. Oh, yeah? I'm Rob Bass and Rob I came to Bass. get down. I like Rob Bass. Yeah, he's not inter- get down. He's not internationally known. I'm internationally known, known. But he's not. Rock the microphone. He's, yeah, he's known to rock the microphone. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Uh, I've been listening to a bunch of old yep, school. I was listening to <sighs> kicks. Old kicks. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're good. I was just say I was listening to a bunch of old jock jams type songs. Ooh, Jock Jams. Yeah, I found a playlist on YouTube Music yeah. of all the old Jock Jam songs, so I've been listening to that. Oh, cool. But That's yeah. cool. That's You've cool. I haven't heard them in a while. Maybe I'll crank them on. Old, all the kick songs. Oh. You know? I could uh, never get it. They're a band that, grew, that I grew up with around here. They, they, they were from out of York, PA area, and uh, they played a lot of local clubs and stuff around here. In Central PA, and then they went Hollywood and got big, like Poison did out of here. And uh, so I like I I I like the kicks. You don't like kicks music? I, I just couldn't. I, it's not my time. I can't nah. get into it. I'm not usually a hairband guy. You know that. You know me. I'm very. I like I'm one hairband. Who? They're newer though. They're called Steel Panther. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Look them up. You'll you'll regret it. You'll regret every second of yeah, it. Yeah, you don't like them? You like them? I like them, but you'll, you'll regret it uh, okay. once you listen to it. <laughs> yeah, I may. I'm not a big hair. I'm not a big hairband guy. Well, they're Your a different type of hairband. I can't hairband it. They're a different type of hairband. Yeah, she's like all in that. It's like, hey, get out of that, man. It's been, that's like way, way back, man. Move on. It's okay to like that stuff. But, man, listen to some new stuff out there. You know, get yourself diverse and, and try to check out other music. Yeah. But uh, yeah, everybody's oh, I've got also their, been listening to. Everybody's uh, got their thing. I've also been listening to Falling in Reverse a lot. Oh, I like Falling in Reverse. Yeah. Yes. But. Yep, I do like them. Anyways, that's, cool. that's what I had playing. All right, Steel Panther has an well, album. We got we got questions before we get into football. We got questions. Yeah, maybe. Let's see. Listener questions. So, uh, so what's Steel Panther about, man? Uh, just look it up. All right. I'm not gonna talk about it because it's it's a. Uh, Want me to read these questions? Yeah. Just, yeah. What? Just what? <laughs> I regret throwing the name of that band out. Oh, okay. It's uh, <laughs> Just listen, listen to them for a second. <laughs> well, you redeemed yourself with the other music you were listening to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, okay. it is not, I'm not proud of it. It's not good. <laughs> it's not good for anybody. You did send me a Seether song that was not too bad the other night. Yeah, no, it's good. I like Seether. Mm-hmm. They got a new album out. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to it, actually. There's a couple other songs I like better than the one you sent me. I know. It's a good but, album. So, we got a, some questions here from our listeners. We put them up at the last second. But um, 
Uh, first one here from Ron. Tell us about your rock work on your latest build, and it will be difficult to make it drop. How how uh, and will it be difficult to make it drop into the layout? Um, well, well it won't be. We kind of talked about it, but you go ahead. I was gonna say it won't be too difficult because it's kind of separated from the other side of the layout. Right. The only thing is, we we matched up. We Brett and I took careful measurements. Um, to match, I called him and he gave me measurements and we measured out exactly where the river is going to meet the other river on the original layout and they're going to merge into one another. The rest of the rock front is always is going to border along a roadside that goes parallel to the very edge, right, Brett? Right. And then and then after that, it's pretty much that's pretty much uh, that's it. It's kind of it, yeah. You no. Know? Yeah. It'll so, match up good. I mean it's going to, I think so. But um I like it. It's it's uh it's it I it, it's it as much plaster as it looks like I added, which I did, I can I can easily lift this thing. Okay. Um even when I think the structures don't weigh that much. So when I go to pick up and move it and take it to Brett's, I'm gonna be able to lay it in the back seat of the car if I put the seats down. And uh, put it in, and um, then of course uh, just drive real slow, take it over to his place, and we'll him and I'll go be both grab part of it and carry it in and lower it into place. I mean, it should be very easy. We think it'll be pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah. Right now, the other half of it is is just foam over there right now. Okay, on the other half, the other the other two foot worth. It's going to be on the other side of it. And that is going to be, it's all just foam and it'll connect to the right side of this and it'll start sloping down off the other side and come down to a level. It'll slope down quick and then it'll come down to a level. It won't be in that much rock or anything on it. Yeah. I am going to stick a couple rock plaster castings into the side of the foam, but they're smaller. And then we're going to have that come down to more of a country's type setting. So, um, but yeah, that'll be easier to do. We can do that right there on the spot and carve that and shape it. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about that. That'll be fun, but it'll be easy to move. Yeah. So, and you were a big help with me get, getting those measurements. A lot of measurements. Stuff. Okay. Yes. So Mark, uh, is the next question from Mark. Do you typically construct your buildings from start to finish? Or do you move around from one building project to the next, working on several projects at a time? I've done both. What influences your choice? What influences your choices? Uh, I've done so both. I, gonna, I've done both. I'll let you do that. I've done both, and uh, it, it, it really just – there's really no influence behind it. It's kind of just where my attention span is. Yeah. So if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling like a building's – you know, really, in the I'm in a groove with a building. I'll yeah. just do it from start to finish. If I if I start to stall out on a building, <coughs> I'll just rip into something new and then come back to it later. When yeah. I when I get some more inspiration to do it, that's really the yeah. only thing that drives it. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, for me, I you know me, I generally generally lean towards start to finish. Okay, and and I think a lot of that is just based on. Uh, I have other projects in my head and I may work on some other smaller stuff, 
But as far as opening, starting a second building, I have to, I have to be damn bored with that building or not liking how it's working for me to kind of put it off the side. Even right. then, I will be determined to figure it out and make it work. So I'm a kind of a start to finish guy, as you know. Right. But yeah. So, so there's that question. Next question. Uh, good question, though, Mark. That's a good question. Well, I think we've been asked that question before. We've been asked a lot about uh, how we build things and stuff, but we never really, I, you know, we never been asked about, you know, do we do it from beginning to end? And, For the most uh, part, I, I do generally. Um, Ron, a different Ron. What was the kit or kits? That gave you the greatest sense of accomplishment when you completed it. Oh my. That would be a good question for you. Oh. Uh I got a tie. Mine's either the Tucker the Tucker building I did. Yeah. Or Sassin Vinegar Works. Ooh, yeah, Sassin Vinegar Works. That's my tie. Yeah, that one was a good one. For me, it was without question Baxter's building supply um, from Fine Scale Miniatures. Yeah, uh, I, it was something I always I always liked that model. And then when I got it, um, uh, I bought it from a friend uh, who didn't have time for it, and uh, I started building it. And I, it was just one of those ones I've seen photos of many times, and I always wanted to do it. And then when I built it, I was like, I. I I built it just like George did, you know, I mean, it's identical. Yeah. And, um, as far as the way it was set up and everything, just to his directions. But when I was done, I, I felt the most accomplishment with that one. It was, it was a lot of fun because it was hand laid track involved with it and everything else. And, and I had never tried my hand at that before. Um, so yeah, that was, that was a, that was the best one for me. Yeah. Those were good questions though. Yeah. It's going to refresh it just to make sure nobody put one in at the last second here. But uh, that's it. That's it. Okay, we'll move on. All right. Thanks for the questions. That was short notice, and nobody was planning for us to be recording tonight on Monday night. No. All right. Let's get into a little couple minutes of uh, some college football talk, and then uh, we're going to wrap yeah. up. Because I'm, I'm hungry. I made some spaghetti, and I didn't get to yeah. eat it yet. So I'm going to oh, – when we're done okay. here, I'm going to go up and get some spaghetti. Oh, that sounds good. And I made it with um, homemade meat sauce, so I'm good. Ooh, that does sound good. Yeah, I might be. I may be down then tonight. All right, I'll save you a plate. <laughs> All right, we're gonna talk about. <coughs> Holy! After cow. my dad's done, are you all right? We need to send life alert over. Oh my gosh! I think I, I think I just coughed up a tonsil. <laughs> all right, so we're <laughs> we're gonna talk about some uh, potential. Uh, ways that some of our teams here are going to be ending the uh, college football season and some bowl games we'd like to see coming up. Okay. So um, I'll, I'll just kick it off. I think uh, our favorite team, my opinion, Oklahoma, will be lucky to will be lucky and fortunate this year, which is weird to say. If yeah. we, if we crack eight or nine wins, I'll be happy. Yeah, I mean, you know, we have three losses right now. So yeah. as far as bowl goes, we're going to have to win out. We're gonna have to win out. Yeah, it's gonna be tough. You know? No, well, I mean, if we're bowl eligible with with six or seven wins, we'll make a yeah, bowl. Yeah, we get another two wins. I think we could be. Bowl but eligible. I mean, there's gonna be a TV rating for that 
for Oklahoma no matter what. Right. But um, we, well, then again, we're going to be into like uh, the, the, uh, the Heinz Ketchup Bowl or something like that. Well, I mean, it's going to be in reality. We're those, going to get to in reality those games. Uh, you're looking at the guaranteed rate bowl. With Big 12. We'll go, uh, we'll go over there. We'll all go right, over there. All right, go ahead. Uh, so yeah. we'll be happy with that. Uh, I think um, our other team that we we follow but we don't like, but I don't know why we continue to torment ourselves with them, is Penn State. Uh, yeah. I believe they're going to finish the season with probably three or four losses. It's coming. Yeah. Um, I just feel like those guys don't have anything to fight for now that they lost to Ohio State and Michigan. Like, I see three losses. They're not going to go to the Big Ten game. Maybe they're I not, see four. They're well here. I, I four. I th- I see four maybe because well, what what do they have to play for? Yeah, but they, they have to play for football. They're there to play football. You're right. So they're they're, they're all going to play football. Now I don't care what school you are. All right. You're so they're so they're going to be a nine. They're there to win. They're going to be they're going to be a nine and three team. Right. You got a hundred thousand people who are going to show up. They're going to sell that place out regardless of who they're playing. So. They're they're still gonna, yeah. They lost to the two big boys in their conference, but you know, it, it, Penn, Penn State. Although I'm not a big Penn State fan at all, um, they, they 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 play good football and they sell a lot of tickets. Man, and they fill that place up and they sell it out. It's what 100 second largest stadium. So in, when in, I was in, at in the, the game in the country, when I was at the game last week, I went up to the Ooh, white. Right. I went up to the whiteout game. Their official right. attendance was 111,000. Right, exactly. Like, that's Nobody's insane. That. That's insane. Right. And also, and who's, the biggest, who's the biggest one? Michigan. Right, Michigan. They're the two big ones. But let me tell you something about being at a whiteout game. I loathe that team, but as a college football fan, that might have been the coolest thing that I have ever seen in person. Oh, yeah. As far as the show they put on. Right, they got that. That people kept telling me like, "Oh, that stadium shakes whenever, whenever it gets loud like that at a whiteout." And I'm like, eh, "All right, I've been in loud places. Like, I, I man, we'll see." Well, first of all, they weren't kidding. That stadium, when you sit there and just stand still, yeah, it shakes under your feet. Right. But the other reason it shakes is because it's made out of like modular steel sections. It's not even half that half that stadium is like slapped together like haphazardly. Oh, I know. I sat up there. I felt it shake. But it was cool to be there. It was cool to it was cool to experience that. Even though the guy beside me threw up, um, you know. Yeah, it was a. It was that That's guy was a mess. Disgusting. Well, the reason that the the reason it was so much of a mess was because the you can start tailgating at nine in the morning. Yeah, and the game I've didn't done st- that up there. and the game didn't start till seven thirty at night. So you have yep. you have like nine and a half hours or nine hours of people out in these fields just drinking their faces off. Yep, and then they go into the game and they're just all. Like mo- I'd say, sixty percent of them are just hammered. Oh yeah, it was it was hilarious. Yep. So yeah, I, I get that. And, and you know, anyways, as far as they're, they're, they're going to play to win, so they're gonna they they have a great running game, a great running game. Their quarterback does pretty good. I think their coaches make horrible decisions, but outside of that, 
they they have a good football team that's going to win despite of his decisions. And I think they'll out talent that they'll out talent coaching. Right. I see. I see him losing one more game either to Michigan State or maybe. I don't know. I mean, one of those will fall apart on. No, they got to play Notre Dame. Penn State doesn't play Notre Dame. Oh no, I'm sorry. USC I'm thinking USC. There. Yeah. Yeah. So Penn State, uh, they they got Michigan State at the end of the season. That might be the toughest one. Uh, Indiana might not might not be too uh, lenient with them either. So like I said, we'll uh, we'll see. But I think one loss is is a possibility for them. And if they have three losses, um, they're they're, they're, they're definitely going bowling. You know, they're going bowling now. Yeah. With two losses. So, but, uh, you know, I'd like to see them play Oklahoma. That'd be awesome. But I don't well, the only way that either. the only way that will happen is if it is the, yeah. let me find it. Let me find it. The only way that's going to happen is if it is the, oh boy, it's in here. The guaranteed well, rate bowl. <laughs> at oh my yeah. god the guaranteed rate bowl on December 27th at 10.15pm okay me well that'll be a late night dude I'll just uh yeah I might have to burn a I might have to burn a PTO day I'm off that week so I'll yeah. watch it might have to take some PTO on that day and just burn it it's the only way because, possible because uh yeah so alright let's Holy move cow. on let's move on um our other favorite, least favorite team is... Uh, oh, that would be a Monday, wouldn't it? No. December Tuesday. 27th is a Tuesday, I think. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow, let's move on. Yeah, my other my other favorite, non-favorite team is going to be USC, like you. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I think they're going to take two losses here at the end of the year, at least. Well, they, they got one play, now. I think they're going to take two more. they got to play Cal, Colorado... Uh, Notre Dame and um, UCLA. UCLA. So they're they're going down to UCLA. They may go down to Notre Dame. Notre Dame started out horribly, and now they've been winning regularly. Yeah. Uh, so they found their they found their momentum. So it's going to be tougher to play them, especially at the end of the season. Yeah. Provided they still hold together, you know. So well, we got, <clears throat> yeah. There's that. We got that. So we'll, we'll see how that happens. If that if that's the case, there's there's like two or three different bowl games that are outside of the New Year's Bowls that are Big 12 versus Pac-12. Yeah. So that could be interesting if that happens. That'd be yeah, pretty... that'd be interesting. I'd like to see that. That'd be a good... If I'm a television producer... You're going to make it happen. Oklahoma, Oklahoma and have, you know, the animosity that's being held right now between Oklahoma and, and USC, uh, it, it would be very fun and interesting to kind of make that bowl happen if I'm a selection committee... Saying, okay, you know what? Let's throw them all in there. Let's throw those two in there and let them go. Let's give them an offer to play a game against each other. Yeah, absolutely. If I'm a network, I'm wanting that. (laughs) I'm wanting that. That would be crazy. Oh, you can pump it up as a major war. Oh, my gosh. It'd be great. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So, and I think think both, well, more so Oklahoma's people would really buy into that big. I don't know if USC still holds any animosity to the – Oklahoma and why would they? They have no reason. To. If that happened, it would but, be the Alamo Bowl on December 29th. Yeah. Oh wow, that'd be interesting. The Battle of the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. But 
Yeah, so let's put Oklahoma outside of that. We're we're looking at the standings right now, and what we have with bowls. I mean, yeah, let's we're looking face at it. we're looking at going to the like the Liberty Bowl. The big game this week is going to be huge. The biggest game this week is Georgia and Tennessee. Oh my play, gosh, and it's going to be a blockbuster. I'm this all may in. be the best blockbuster all we all all year. I'm all this in. This may for Tennessee. be the game. Yeah, I'm all so in. So one's number what? What's Tennessee right now? Are they number three? No, they yeah. jumped Georgia. No, George, who's one right now? Georgia. I thought they jumped Georgia, Georgia. though, Dad. Georgia's one. Tennessee's two. Yeah, okay. So it's one and two, isn't it? Yeah. I'm guessing. So that'll be amazing. You don't get to see a one and two matchup anymore. And uh, unless not much. A, unless it's the playoff. Where's Ohio State? Are they three now? Three. Or what? Yeah, so and then you got Michigan at four. I mean, we're talking stud football right here. These four or five, six teams, we're talking stud football. I mean, Georgia, now, Tennessee. And, and that's what it should be when you come into November, you know? Wait, who does Ohio State play? They got to put in Michigan yet. That's going to be another ball. That's run. another three and a four versus each other. Yep. And Dang. who knows where they might be? One of those two teams – they could be number one Saturday's by then. Saturday's going to lose. Well, right. One of those two teams is going to go down next week. Well, so it, so Michigan, okay. Ohio State. In all reality, <laughs> if if yeah. if Georgia Tennessee game, no matter what comes out, the whoever yeah. wins that game is going to be number one. Yeah. And then Ohio State Michigan will slide up to number two and three. Two. Yep. Because well maybe nah Georgia will drop. They both win this weekend. The loser of the Georgia Tennessee game will drop to three or four. Right. Right. But but Michigan Ohio State on November twenty sixth. Uh, the loser of the Tennessee game, uh, Georgia game, will drop to six or six. No, six, no, six and eight. Yes. No, they'll stay one in the, loss. No, one loss. no, it's one loss. They'll stay in the top five. No, they, they will. They won't stay ahead if of Tennessee. If Tennessee loses to Georgia, yeah, they will not drop below six. Because, because Bama's six. Mark my word. You can't drop. No, you can't drop. No, 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 stop, 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 stop. I'm going to bet live on this show that they do seven or eight. No. Seven or eight, Georgia or Tennessee. Then where do you put? No. They're going to be ranked seven or eight. If they lose bad. No, 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 stop, stop. Yeah. How do you drop them to seven or eight when Bama's six and Tennessee beat Bama? Where's Bama now? Six. Well, Bama will... Yeah. You can't drop... If Tennessee loses to Georgia, you cannot drop them below Bama. Yeah, but here's the thing. No, no. You can't. Here's the thing. No. Here's the thing. No. Vader in the season, losses count more. No. Don't you know... Have you not learned this from our own losses? So how do you put Tennessee here. below Bama? <coughs> You can't. Tennessee beat them. I've seen it happen. We, you both and I both. It won't it. happen. That that we will should. not happen. Why? Did, what do you think that Bama does doesn't get the breaks? Do they think that you they don't get the breaks? They, they are they not get the breaks. They are going to leave. Ten, the they're going to leave Tennessee in the top five. If Tennessee loses to Georgia, if Georgia loses, they're going to drop at most to four. Dad, it's not going to happen. Georgia loses. If Georgia loses, they're going to drop the seven. No. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Tennessee may be five and they may be seven. 
I, I'll bet you. I'll yeah. bet you lunch on it that whoever loses, no matter the result of that game, they will not drop below Bama. Yeah, I think they will. So it's the losses count differently. Losses count differently in November. You know this. We've been there. Also, but there's a bias towards. We've the been SEC. screwed out of stuff. There's a bias time. towards the SEC. Well, we've never no been about that. Yeah, but Oklahoma's never been screwed out of losing and we've then been screwed dro- out of a lot of things. But, but we've never been screwed out of losing and then dropping past the team we lost to if we're only one or two losses. We've mm-hmm. that's never happened. Jo- whoever yeah. loses that game will not drop below Bama. It will not happen. Yep. Okay. It won't happen. I'll, we'll, we'll, we'll there's read. other there's under other undefeateds we're talking about here, like TCU. No. Uh, there's some other teams that we're talking about that, are, that need to step in at some point. Okay. Where does that, where if TCU keeps winning, and they got tough games ahead, if TCU starts win, keeps winning like they are, where do they where do they drop? Into okay, that top but here's five? the difference. Here's the difference. TCU, what if they win out? There's no possibility of them losing until the Big 12 game if they win out because now they won't play another they they'll probably play K-State in the, in the Kansas State in the Big Oklahoma 12 championship, State, yeah. right? Okay, TCU whatever. hasn't played Oklahoma State. Okay, well, then whatever. So, TCU, okay, okay so t- pretend TCU wins out. Say Bama wins out. Right? Clemson's going to win out. Michigan Ohio yeah. State one of those two teams needs to take a loss. They're gonna. There's no doubt about it. I know. That's what I just said. Right. Tennessee, Georgia. The top four in the next three weeks, fifty percent of the top four is gonna have to take a loss. Right. Now, say TCU wins out and they go to the Big Twelve title game. Now they're gonna go into the championship weekend undefeated. Bama cannot right. go. Bama can go to championship weekend right now, but they cannot okay. go in undefeated. Michigan, right. Ohio State, one of the two teams, they're gonna make the the Big Twelve, the Big Ten final, but only Who's one. Five. Of, what? Right. Who's five? Clemson, but they're gonna win out. Really? Okay. Who are they gonna beat? Wake Forest, who just got smacked. Who they play this week? Who? Who's who play with? Who is Clemson this weekend? See now, everyone's getting everyone's getting an insight of how my dad and I argue about football. They play Notre Dame <laughs> this weekend. Okay, and what did I say? Notre Dame's been on a hot streak, right? But they beat that. They beat the only other the only other conference opponent they've 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 played that is ranked. Two of them mm-hmm. is okay. Wake Forest, and they beat them fifty one forty five. And they beat Syracuse, okay. who was 14. They're not going to lose to Notre Dame. Syracuse is a good football team. So if um, well, they're ranked higher than Notre Dame. Notre Dame's right. not ranked. Didn't Notre Dame beat Syracuse? Right? No. No. Oh, okay. Syracuse. Hang on. Maybe they did. Hang on. Oh yeah, they beat they beat Syracuse 41-24. Okay. okay, so now and Syracuse is ranked higher than they are. Yeah. So I thought if you lose the team, how can you be ranked higher than them, like Alabama and Tennessee? 
Well, no, 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 no. Stop, stop. No, no, you're wrong. Okay, okay. That you don't laugh because you're. Okay. I'm gonna laugh at you because you're wrong. Because okay. Clemson beat Syracuse before they before they lost to Notre Dame. Okay. Clemson when uh, Clemson played Syracuse, they were they were yeah. they were undefeated. Right. Clemson it, is undefeated now, right? Oh my God, no. Clemson, oh, you mean Syracuse, is undefeated. Syracuse okay. was undefeated when they played Clemson, and then okay. they lost, right. and then they lost to Notre Dame this past weekend. Right. So no. Okay. I'm telling you, I think Syracuse. I think Clemson's going to take a dump. One I game. don't. All right, so let's forget about Clemson. Whatever. Clemson's okay. I whatever. I like Clemson. So Michigan, Ohio State have to lose. Tennessee and Georgia have to lose. Now, with with the bias towards the SEC that you see, which mm-hmm. there's not really a bias. They're, they got they have three teams that are one loss they're or there. higher. Yeah. They're good. So that, you will not see Tennessee or Georgia drop below Alabama. Now, what you will see is TCU climb into that top five spot because Michigan, Ohio State, whoever loses that game, yep. they're they're out because they can't go to the Big Twelve game, the Big Ten title game, right? Right, and you're you're going to end TCU, up TCU if TCU wins out and wins the conference, they're in top four, right? But then here's the deal: Illinois, whoever wins the Ohio State Michigan game is going to have to play Illinois, right? So there's that. And then whoever plays Illinois between those teams is going to crush Illinois. It's just going to okay. happen. It's the Big Ten East versus the Big Ten West. It's it's the the way it always happens. So it's crazy. It's Right now it's crazy. Guess what? It's November. And it's always crazy. Right. We're going to see upsets, too. I'm going to give you my, I'm gonna gonna give you my prediction. We gave a prediction before. You don't was, think Bama's going to lose another game? No. No? No. Well, no. Okay. Unless they go to the, unless they go to the, the SEC title game. Right, right. They, they play. Uh, they play. Right okay, so Bama plays LSU, who's a dumpster fire. The, oh yeah. no, they will lose one more game. I'm wrong. They will lose one more game. Who they got? This week they play LSU. Next week, well, that gonna, won't be easy either. They're gonna lose. To, they're gonna beat. They're gonna it's beat. In, it's in the valley. They're gonna beat LSU. Okay. They're gonna lose to Ole Miss. Ooh yeah. They're gonna Ole beat. Miss. They're gonna beat Austin Pay because it's Austin Pay. Yeah, yeah. Well, they always schedule that one. They're one of the few teams that schedules a weak division opponent late in the season. You cannot blame them for that because in the beginning of the season, they always take on a big boy. I understand that. I'm and then, not the, that. And then, and then they're going to lose to Auburn. They're going to beat Auburn handedly because Auburn's just right. a dumpster Everybody's fire. beating Auburn. Right. <laughs> so, anyways, all right, here's my prediction. Let's wrap this up because we're going to – we could. my dad and I could argue about this kind of stuff – all we're gonna do this all night. night. Yeah. So I'm gonna give you my. We gave you our predictions, which probably are horribly wrong now, um, for what we thought was gonna be in the playoff back in the. Let's big make fun of some of the bowl names. Oh, I want to give you my four playoff predictions real quick. Oh, okay. You go ahead. Here's my four playoff predictions. You do that. It's gonna be in order from one to four. Mm-hmm. Tennessee. Okay. Georgia. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. No, it can't be that way. Nope. Tennessee, Bama. Because here's my... Tennessee, Bama. Bama's going to beat Tennessee in the SEC title game. They're both going to have one loss. But if they, if, they lose to, if they lose to Ole Miss, they'll have two losses. Bama. Oh, shit. All right, here we go. I'm ready. Tennessee... Okay. 
I'll give you one. Tennessee. You go ahead. One is Tennessee. Two, Ohio State. Three is going to be Clemson. Four is going to be TCU. Done. Tennessee, Ohio State, Clemson, TCU. I'm going to say Georgia, Clemson, Michigan, and you think Harbaugh is going to Georgia, Georgia, Michigan, Clemson? I, he's going to beat Ohio State two times in a row. Oh, no, and, uh, no, no, Clemson and TCU. All right, it's going to be Georgia. Michigan, Clemson, TCU. So we both agree that Clemson and TCU are going to be the f- three and four spot. Yep. The, Oregon could be a possibility no. to get in there. It, they have one loss. Yeah, but the, are they stronger, though? Oh, it's the Florida. Right. They lost right. to Florida. Right. That's what I'm saying. Are they a stronger? If you're going to well, look. Well, I've seen crazier shit. I've seen us go in with one loss. Yeah, but if you're, if, you're, that great. if you're going to. Iowa State. If you're going to be putting up the best teams against each other are you going to put TCU against those other four I'm sorry Oregon against those other four I'm not yeah anyways all right they're gonna yeah we could go on and on and on about this because this is my favorite thing to speculate I love speculating (laughs) that and I'm usually wrong but whatever all right well let's wrap it up let's wrap it up all right let's talk about some of the most embarrassing bowl games to be able to go to Yes. Um, one of them, I'll start it off, is the uh, the quick lane lube and tire bowl in Detroit, Michigan. <laughs> it's, I don't have a list of the bowls. Where are the list of the bowls? I just Googled it. I don't know. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, CBS College Football 2023 College Football Bowl Schedule. Okay, CBS. Just look up uh, the 2022 College Football, all the College Football Bowls. I could send you a link if you need it. No. Yeah, do that. I'm doing it right now. Hang on. Yeah, I don't want to waste people's time. I'm going to send it. This sucks. This sucks. I'm going to send it to you what on the Messenger. What the hell are Todd and Brett doing? All right. Shit. Maybe. It won't load. All right. Well, I'll just type it in up here on my phone then. I got it. College. Man. All right. Thank you. Maybe there are some every year. I make fun of these names, of these things. So, yeah. Oh my goodness, what are we doing here? Did you send me a text? <sighs> nah, don't even bother. I got it. I got it. All right, here we go. All right. Ah, oh, I thought I had it. Hang on. All right, here we go. We're in. I'm in. You're in. Well, what the hell does that mean? I'm sending you a link. It's oh. on your phone, so I'm sorry. All right. That's fine. You got your link. It's coming now. Got it. Okay, go ahead. All right. You said which one did you think was the funniest? The... I lost it already. Oh, Jesus Christ. First of all, the, the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. <laughs> what the hell? The Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. That man doesn't deserve a football bowl. What kind of bowl is that? I don't know. It's the first one I saw on here. You got the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl. It is the Pac-12 versus Mountain West. Oh, my God. Uh, I see that now. Yeah. Wow. That's a turd bowl, man. The uh, famous Idaho Potato Bowl. That's always a fun. That's a funny name. That's a joke. 
Ooh, there's one in Myrtle Beach this year. Conway, South Carolina. Yeah, you got the American or the Mac or the Sun Belt versus each other. Wow. Wow. That'd be a fun one to be at because the weather wouldn't be awful. Yeah, you would. Well, maybe not. Yeah. Wow. Gasparillable. I always found funny. It always, whenever I hear that, I just kind of want to run to the restroom. Just like, and, uh, like you got a bat, like you need some Pepto Bismol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe yeah. it should be the pes- the Pepto Bismol, Pepto Bismol Gasparilla What the hell is a Camellia Bowl? Where's a that? Camellia Bowl, Camellia Montgomery, Alabama. The Mac versus Sun Belt. Yeah, what the hell is that? Responder University. Okay, here's a question for you. Well, no, it's where the, the first. Is, where the hell is Responder University? No, you're reading it wrong. It's First for, Responder University. No, no, you're reading the the italicized text on the bottom is where it is. U- oh, University, oh, University Park, Park Texas. Texas. It's I was in, like, what the hell is a First Responder University? No, is that a, what the hell? Oh, it's still First Responder Bowl. Okay, well, I understand. Well, that. we shouldn't make fun of the first responder bowl because I'm it, all about the first responders. Well, no, I'm not all a, about the first responders. Not only that, it's a Big Twelve versus the ACC, so we might be in that bowl. That's true. Good point. We shouldn't make fun of a bowl that we might have to be in. They're just weird. Guaranteed rate bowl. God dang, pinstripe bowl. I always laughed at that one. And then, of course, there's a cheese it bowl. Put me. I'm I'm the cheesiest coach. No, I woke up feeling the cheesiest. <laughs> Duke's Mayo oh Bowl. My. Did you ever see There's the clip? There's a Tony the Tiger Bowl. There's a Tony the Tiger Bowl, dude. Did you see the, the, the clip of the guy from the Duke's Mayo Bowl last year? No. Where he was eating a, the gallon of mayonnaise from with a big spoon on the... Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I did see that. Yeah, yeah. That's the funniest. Tony the Tiger Bowl, man. That's a new one, I guess. When you don't want to do the... Ta- you don't want to be in a tax slayer bowl. No. Wow, the Tony the Tiger Bowl. The rest of them are pretty much. Eh, what, well, you know, once you get above them. that, they're big. They're bigger. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 Anyways. Yeah. Oh, again, the Texas Bowl. Remember they made the Texas Bowl for Texas because they couldn't get into a regular bowl. Yeah, and then the and then yep. there was the year last year where they weren't even bowl eligible and they couldn't make their own bowl game. Yep. Yeah, they couldn't even make their own Texas Bowl. <laughs> that was funny. Well, who knows? They might not even no. make their own bowl this year. They started falling apart again. Yeah, I know. That. <laughs> but, uh, well. but anyways, all right. Anyhow, what a show. Don't forget to get online and go uh, and go to our thing and hit the link for that. That uh, makes no pump sense. Voting, the pump Don't voting. forget what? to go to the thing and hit the link. Go to our go to our Facebook <laughs> me, page. How about you let me wrap? And, and, and how, about, how about you let me wrap? About give this one a wrap. I'm not right. good at advertising. Hey guys, do not forget to join our overtime at the bench Facebook page. Make sure you go and vote for my pumpkin. And while you're at it, if you aren't already if you aren't already subscribed or listening to us regularly as we post these, make sure you hit the notification um, icons on iTunes and YouTube and everywhere else. Um, sorry, we we went off the rails there a little bit at the end with some yeah, football. Yeah, we had fun tonight. But I love, I love to like talk football. Talk football, but also like kind of argue. what's it called? Argue, not argue, but I like to, I like to what if. Yeah. There's yeah. nothing more fun in college football than like what if. 
Yeah, because no matter what you think what if is, the next week, it's what wasn't. Or it'll just throw you for a loop and you'll be like, what just happened? Yeah, exactly. We're sitting there Saturday after, after you thought all these things through, thinking you had it all figured out. And then you're sitting there Saturday evening going, man, I was an idiot. <laughs> what was I thinking? It's the wildest man, none sport. Of, none of that worked out like that. It's you know? the wildest sport. I love that. And that's one of the, that's one of the things I love about college ball. Yep. But anyhow. Anyways, yeah, all right. Good luck to your Phillies or Astros, whatever you're watching for baseball. I'm actually rooting for the Phillies. Yep. Go and go to Wiley's Facebook page, Wiley Scale Modeling Facebook page. If you don't belong to our our Overtime at the Bench page, you can scroll down and you can like the pumpkin. Click on the link there, like the pumpkin. You'll find the post uh, that we did earlier in the yep. week. It'll still take you to the same link. Definitely. All so, right. Go like my damn pumpkin. Have a good week. If you're even here anymore at this point. All right. Have a good night. See Later. you next week. Peace.